0: jd in here on waxing poet again and today we're going to be talking about mercury retrograde i think i have a previous podcast on mercury retrograde so you guys can definitely tune into that but i want to briefly talk about it today because mercury is actually stationed in taurus this has a lot to do with our love life security self-esteem money So there's a lot going on, okay? A lot going on. Plus, for those of you that listened to my most previous podcast, we dived into Venus in Gemini. So there's a lot going on with relationships. Since the last full moon in Libra, we've been focusing on relationships. So today, what I want to talk about is the new moon in April on April 21st definitely is going to be a great new moon, but it does have a bit of a twist because it's an eclipse. So I really want to get into this. The eclipse is ready to shake things up. And with Venus and Gemini shaking up our relationships as well. And then we have Mercury retrograde, which can bring back old things up to the surface so that we can finish unfinished business right now there can be some ups and downs in relationships with the way that the planets are positioned with venus and gemini creating boredom and wanting to move on to the next new thing yeah that can be hard but again keep relationships fun playful you know mental stimulate each other right now because people are gonna get bored so a little bit more of an adventure just some words some words of advice So yeah, since our last full moon in Libra, we've been all in a reflection phase of which relationships are really good for us. And I'm not just talking about our intimate relationships. I am talking about all types of relationships, your business partnerships, your family members, everybody. Libra connects to all relationships. Since we are in the month of April, which is very much in connection with Aries, I feel that Aries individuals embody a lot of Libra as well. We embody a lot of our opposite sign. So of course, this is going to be a huge thing. But overall, I mean, we've been reflecting on is this relationship really healthy for me? Is this relationship really helping me to ascend and grow spiritually? Just recently on my Instagram, I posted about being selfish some of you guys love to stay in relationships like just dragging it out something that's already dead and I'm talking about the toxic relationships and you guys know exactly what that is it's just dragging and dragging and dragging it suffocating each other pretty much holding each other down keeping each other at square one in our relationships first of all okay whether it's a friend anybody okay we are reflection of our relationships again going back to my last podcast if you really want to be successful you have to surround yourself with successful individuals your vibe attracts your tribe remember we're reflecting right off of one another And that is very much a theme, again, of Libra that was part of the full moon in Libra that we had just had recently. But don't be selfish in a relationship. Allow the other person to go. Free them. Free yourself. Why are you being selfish, holding on to something so tightly? Because you're scared. There's obviously some fear But once you start to release what no longer serves you, there's like a gasp of fresh air and a weight, a weight lifted off of your shoulders. And this will allow new beginnings to come in. Once you release what needs to be released, and that can be with anything in your life, you start to create space for new things to come in. Why would you want to continue to hold on to outdated relationships? Or your outdated personality? Why would you want to continue to be the same? I feel as a human being, we need to be in a constant change in order for us to really grow and ascend and be our highest self. But again, going back to everything, you know, human beings don't really like change. As for myself, I love change. I love change. I love the fresh and new feeling of it. We don't want to stay the same. We want to continue to evolve. So that takes changing, releasing, letting go, and creating space. Let go of whatever needs to be let go of. Okay, whether it's within yourself, um, maybe a living situation, uh, working environment. In all reality, I know that some people can say, I need this job. You know, it's the only income that I have, you know, coming in or whatever it may be. But to be honest with you, you're only hurting yourself being in a situation that you don't want to be in. And that can be creating uh, negative relationships, uh, creating illness within your body because you're consistently stressed out. You know, again, coming back to your relationships, um, I think that when we are in the wrong relationships, we create stagnancy. The other person's bitterness and lack of motivation starts to rub off on you. Again, you know, um, go ahead and tune into my last podcast if you didn't have a chance so that you can kind of know exactly where I stand with all of this. But yeah, I do want to talk about Mercury retrograde, this new moon in Aries, and also in the next few months when we hit July 2023, we are actually going to be shifting into a whole different energy, which is still going to consist of relationships. So I'm going to prepare you right now. In July 2023, the tail of the dragon is going to be positioned in the sign of Libra. Yes, it's going to be affecting us all in different ways, okay? Every single astrological sign will be affected differently. But as a whole, people can get screwed over with contracts, partnerships, business partnerships, law, relationships. So it's going to be a huge theme. Okay, in the next two years, that's for sure. But since we're talking about relationships right now, if your relationships are on shaky ground, have been on shaky ground, the tail of the Dragon is stationed in Scorpio right now, so there should be a lot of release in certain areas of your life no matter what. But in the next two years, if you have not released these toxic relationships, you're going to be forced To release these relationships and this is going to end up in divorce and maybe legal issues if it goes to that extreme so i'm just warning you now if a relationship is not in your highest favor your spiritual team is always trying to redirect you and yeah they can create a little bit of chaos in your life because you're not on track but that chaos is going to redirect you into a new beginning Once we hit July 2023, I will definitely get a little bit deeper into what we all can experience for the next two years. But as of right now, I mean, we have a lot of major shifts going on. So a lot of us are feeling like we're on some sort of transformative level, to be honest with you. We've had Pluto In a certain sign for 20 years 20 years before this and now that pluto has shifted into a totally new sign which is pluto and aquarius we're going to be feeling those effects in the next 20 years i did talk about pluto and aquarius um in my past or previous podcast as well so you guys can tune into that there's going to be some major things happening because of that aquarius and pluto don't play they don't play around honestly. Um, and as a matter of fact, I do want to talk about religion and spirituality and explain to you guys what the two is. I briefly talked about like the government and stuff like that as far as what we can expect with that, but I do want to talk about religion and spirituality. I don't know if you guys have noticed uh, lately, but even with the situation with like Dalai Lama, I'm just completely hurt, I guess, about that certain person and the situation that had arisen, because I myself being a master number 22 and so is he I mean you just wouldn't expect that but then I'm thinking about it and I'm like in Pluto Aquarius I mean during the new age of Aquarius we're going to be seeing the truth of everything in terms of the government and religious organizations. And to be honest with you, we've been seeing a lot of the truth rising up to the surface for a very long time. But during the Piscean Age, it's almost like we wanted to mask what was going on. And now the people are taking a glimpse of what's actually going on and will finally start to rebel against it. But yeah, I definitely want to talk about that in my next podcast because There's a lot going on, and to be honest with you, I do want to talk about the future of religion and where that's all headed. Um, So yeah, after this podcast, make sure to keep your eyes peeled because I'm definitely going to be talking about that one pretty soon. I already have a bulletin set up for um, everything that I want to talk about. But let me prepare you for Mercury Retrograde because that is hitting in a few days. Right now, we are in shadow phase. But honestly, to tell you the truth, Mercury Retrograde is definitely not my favorite, but I try to make the best out of it. So, what I try to do is come back to the things that I did miss. Mm, old projects, maybe even some things pop up, and I'm like, okay, I need to finish this. And it will, it will. Things pop up from the past, so you can definitely make the best out of it. I don't want you guys to enter Mercury Retrograde and already manifest negativity. You want to manifest, okay, I got this, I can handle it. Don't enter Mercury retrograde dreading it already. But to be quite honest with you, definitely not my favorite time. Usually people who are very unconscious, as I mentioned before in the past since we are all reacting to the outside stimuli of the universe. The people who are unconscious are highly going to be affected by all of this because they're not going to know how to react. They can get themselves into trouble, get themselves back into a bad situation, because they're not conscious of what's really going on energetically around them. You know, as a human being, it's very important to make a good choice. Especially when obstacles arise, you want to handle these obstacles with excellence rather than with chaos, and that's our choice. Remember that. Now, Mercury retrograde 2023 in April is going to be in Taurus. Yes, it should run all the way up until May, and Mercury is very much the messenger of the gods, the planet of communication, and it's going to be turning backwards, So it pretty much slows down things, okay? And plus, since it is going to be under the sign of Taurus, um, it's going to be slowed down even more so because Taurus is a slow-moving sign. Expect extra, extra slowness. So I'm just here to remind you that proper preparation prevents poor performance. Mercury rules everything around thinking patterns. As for myself, when we do hit Mercury retrograde, I do forget things. I'm not even joking with you. I've definitely noted what has happened to me on Mercury retrograde, and it's kind of funny because I'll forget my purse somewhere, Or my credit card. Things can get lost or even stolen. And that has definitely happened to me a few times on Mercury Retrograde. So what I would love for you guys to do is start taking note of every Mercury Retrograde just like I tell you to take note of the moon fluctuations and see how you're reacting to everything. What's going on during these times? Then you'll start to see a pattern. And with that being said, you become more conscious And you can handle things better and with ease. So yeah, it rules everything around thinking patterns, uh, reasoning, mentality, adaptability. Let's talk about the careers that Mercury links with. It's like journalism, publishing, any career around communication, print, press, books, TV work, radio, editing, and producing within those industries. It's so crazy because recently um it was about two days ago we're in shadow phase right now i had i had a meeting okay with my teacher we were on zoom and guess what my freaking mic wasn't working but honestly to tell you the truth i feel like it was his mic i have no idea but we did have technical difficulties which is something that happens during mercury retrograde Another thing that just happened to me recently was I was recording audio. I was already 35 minutes in in a live reading and it completely erased. That has also happened to me before during Mercury Retrograde. Teaching is also a Mercury uh, type of job and negotiating sales and marketing is also very much in that Mercury frame so guess what guys if you guys are in any of these things or know anybody there's gonna be some sort of setbacks here again mercury is in connection with communication technology phones tablets computers big and small headphones printers streaming devices broadcasting devices too we're gonna have difficulties in those areas For some of us, it hits us worse because of the type of energy that we carry within our body. When we were birthed into the world, there were certain stars above our head that create our unique celestial identity. So some of us have heavier mercury placements within our body and I'm definitely going to tell you right now, for those of you that have some heavy mercury placements, oh yeah, you're definitely going to be affected big time. And Mercury is in connection with Virgo, of course, especially those September babies and June babies, which are connected to Gemini. So when the planet of communication is turning backwards, we can cause some mayhem, okay? And I remember this one time I was driving to my mom's house and I kid you not, there's a school right in the corner and a huge park, okay, it was Mercury retrograde and a girl straight up blew into the park luckily nobody was there but again mercury connects to technology and can connect to transportation so please 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 be careful when you're driving first of all your mind isn't even thinking straight so that's probably why we get ourselves into shit but again mercury is affecting you know transportation So I'm just letting you guys know, okay, if there is an issue with the car, make sure to go take it in, you know, get inspected. You're probably going to need to fix something with your car. I mean, it's a possibility. Maybe fix your computer. If something completely gives out, just know that, hey, it's time for something new. Okay, honestly. Now, since mercury can also be a trickster, a liar very deceiving i mean we can also come across people that are this way maybe lies come up to the surface that would be mercury in its most negative state again coming back to people stealing things from you i mean again possibility i've had packages stolen from me during mercury retrograde packages get lost just go ahead and take a deep breath and move forward and just know that you're not alone Mercury will definitely take you back in time, you know, thinking about old exes, your grandma, and a situation that happened when you were five years old. But again, we can come back to things that we missed, okay? But I would definitely not recommend getting back with an ex during this time because I know that it's not going to work out, especially if it was extremely toxic. Yes, if an ex returns back, finish unfinished business, complete it, get rid of it. That is exactly what Mercury Retrograde is here for. And don't be surprised if you're out at the grocery store and you see somebody that you haven't seen in 20 years. It's a possibility. That's what Mercury Retrograde does. Take everything with a pinch of salt from job offers to exes coming back. We are in a period of surreal existence and things are likely to take place a few times a week, especially anything around your tech, like your phone refusing to charge or your laptop, you know, trackpad going on strike, you know, this is Mercury's doings. So don't flip, handle things with excellence. Remember when you handle things with chaos, you receive more chaos in return. Be the bigger person, okay, and be conscious. Make good choices. (laughs) Now, some other things that we can get into is reevaluating our finances and spending habits right now, especially because Mercury is in the sign of Taurus and Taurus is all of these things. Money comes, money goes, which is why the lesson we are learning is how to implement and manage budgets right now. And the same can be applied to our love lives, our relationships with friends and family members, our intimate relationships. You know, after giving so much to others it could be time for us to kind of hold back and see if those same attributes are being returned back to us so that we are not overextending ourselves. I highly recommend creating boundaries right now, most definitely, especially with some individuals. But again, you know, we have Venus and Gemini right now that can amplify things to the max which again is creating boredom in our relationships and we want to hop into the next new thing. And with that being said, we can actually lose a wonderful relationship because we're so impulsive. So be careful with that. Or if an ex wants to come back, just know that it's not with good intention. You need to kind of close that chapter. Remember, come back to things that you miss and complete it. All right, now let's move into the new moon in Aries. Right now, I did see 1616, 16, so I will uh, tap into that as well because that might be a message. The new moon in Aries is going to be an eclipse. Okay, so an eclipse is always going to bring us out of our comfort zone. Of course, Aries wants to inspire and motivate us to take action finally. Remember, the new moons are used for new beginnings, okay, and the waxing period, but um, the eclipse can hit us like a roller coaster. First of all, Aries, hard, fast, never stop for a breath of air, keeps pushing, push and pull until they get it their way, and guess what? When they don't get what they want, they push harder. So for all of us as a collective, The best way to counteract the pressure we may feel from the eclipse is to take a moment before responding to a situation. Again, remember that Aries is very impulsive. Then we have an eclipse going on, so you might get yourself into shit. So think before you act, for sure. Think your thoughts through before stating them, listen before reacting, and always choosing to lead with kindness, of course. Um, Again, I had an Aries new moon, I believe, uh, podcast recently as well. You guys can tune into that. Um, That did explain everything about Aries. But apparently, this new moon in Aries is going to be a hybrid solar eclipse. And what that means is the appearance wavers between a total eclipse, where the moon totally blocks the sun, to an annular eclipse. Eclipse when the Sun's outer edges are still visible creating a ring of fire around the moon. So that is What a hybrid? Eclipse is the last hybrid solar eclipse happened in 2013 and we're gonna have this hybrid eclipse This week on April 21st and the next will happen in 2031 so it's probably gonna be pretty intense to be honest with you, you know just with my intuition okay just with my intuition and with the way that all of the planets are looking right now since everybody's going to feel very high charged energy and we can be extremely impulsive we can get ourselves into violence a bad accident to be honest with you and again get ourselves into something that we truly don't want so again you know words of advice think before you act because you're going to be pushed to act faster than ever in your decision-making, jumping into conclusions, but review the facts before making a decision. Lastly, as Aries' sun goes dark, okay, because it is a new moon, it's like a brief powering down of our identities, but as you power back on, notice what feels old, dead, and outdated, as I had mentioned earlier what narratives about you and others no longer feel alive you know is someone you know supposed to be cancelled but you can't quite remember why well you know who cares it's not to say that you should forgive and forget with no due process but rather clear space for what actually matters to you right now and finally with jupiter entering taurus pretty soon It's time to unleash new visions. Jupiter in Taurus is so exalted. Oh my God. I cannot wait till this happens because there's going to be a lot of new vision, creation, and connection. It's going to be the moment for us to expand and grow. New moments open up. It's like the world is opening up for you. It's a time to observe which relationships, projects, or investments feel like products of old cycles. And what you can do is finally leave them. And for those of you that have not done hardcore spring cleaning, this eclipse season is gonna be like one of those moments where you just wanna like release and let everything go, trust me. Remember, when you cleanse space, clear space, you're creating space for new things to come in. Overall, guess what? Everybody is at a crossroad somewhere. Unburden yourself now so that you can enter this new era without baggage. And yeah, we are entering a huge, huge new era. And um, it's best to kind of just release things on your own, knowing that you have to, instead of having the universe, the universe do it for you, because that's when things start to become a little chaotic. Even though the universe is doing it all in your highest favor, it's going to feel pretty shitty, to be honest with you. So reflect on what needs to be let go of and and start start doing it now because i guarantee you you know things have already been released things are about to be released spirit is going to be pushing things to be released and let go of in order for in order for us to start coming into our truth and true authenticity again we're going to be forced big time not just as an individual, but as a whole. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please share and tag me. The way that you guys can support me is by sharing my work and commenting and letting me know how you feel about it. Thank you so much. And I will let you guys know when I release the next podcast on religion and spirituality.